0: Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Rock Auto has all the parts your car will ever need at reliably low prices. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Today's episode, a look at Game 1 of the World Series between the Tampa Bay Rays and Los Angeles Dodgers. and Then a look at top pitching playoff performances. And how that might affect perception of those pitchers moving forward. Strangely enough, in a shortened season, when the sample size was small enough to think anything could happen, we ultimately ended up with the expected results. The team with the most wins in the National League, the Los Angeles Dodgers. The team with the most wins in the American League, Tampa Bay Rays, meet in the World Series. Now, the Dodgers are favored by more than 2-1, to one, which makes Tampa Bay the value to find on the betting markets. But what about Game 1 specifically? Well, Tampa Bay, with Glasnow on the mound, is plus 145 at the Dodgers and Kershaw. This line isn't a bad line, close to where I probably would have pegged it. But given the choice, I prefer the raises plus 145 underdogs. This should be a competitive series because, as great as the Dodgers are, they have some pitching question marks. Not least of all, the guy starting in game one. I'm generally a Kershaw playoff apologist. He gets crucified because his playoff results aren't consistent with his regular season dominance. But if you put Kershaw's playoff numbers up without looking to, at the name attached to them, it would be fine. Okay, maybe, maybe even serviceable. Um, but Clayton Kershaw doesn't want to be fine or okay. Um, anyway, the Rays, they hit left-handed pitching well, ranking 6th and weighted on-base average and 4th and weighted runs created plus, according to fan graphs, against left-handed pitching. If They can connect on Kershaw, then the game, and possibly the series, starts to tilt. To be fair, though, it's not like the Dodgers are likely to roll over. They hit the best offense in baseball this season and have the best offense against right-handed pitching. So this is more about thinking that should be a close contest getting the raise at that price is a little more advantageous. So now let's take a look at a couple of players to consider for DFS on Tuesday. And start with Rays outfielder Manuel Margot, $8,100 if you're playing DraftKings showdowns. Uh, The prices are more expensive because there's fewer spots to fill, but Margot has been a major surprise for the Rays in the playoffs, hitting five home runs after hitting just one during the regular season. Also, Los Angeles left fielder A.J. Pollock is $10,500 on DraftKings. He struggled in the playoffs, hitting two twenty nine with a five twenty seven OPS, but he had an 881 OPS during the regular season, probably better than what his playoff numbers uh, would tell you right now. I also do some writing uh, for a site called Monkey Knife Fight, and they do player props. So a couple of the props I like for Game 1 include Kershaw, under 6.5 strikeouts, and Tyler Glassnow, under 5.5 strikeouts. Look, Kershaw... He, he may be the best pitcher of this generation, but he struggled uh, sometimes in the playoffs uh, and has recorded seven or more strikeouts just twice in his past 10 postseason starts. So uh, it would seem unlikely that you want more than six and a half strikeouts. However, the Rays are a team that does strike out a lot. Uh, during the regular season, their strikeout rate was 26.9%, one of the highest in baseball. Uh, it's almost 30% uh, in the playoffs. Uh, I'm still I'm leaning towards the under on Kershaw in six and a half strikeouts, though it, it does appear that the Rays will uh, will give him an opportunity to get there. As for Glasnow, less than five and a half. Uh, there are a few factors there. Uh, one is that the Dodgers are on the other spectr- end of the spectrum when it comes to strikeouts. Their strikeout rate uh, was just over 20 percent, uh, one of the lowest in baseball uh, during the regular season. And Glasnow. Had a bunch of strikeouts early in the playoffs, had 18 strikeouts in 11 innings in his first two playoff starts, but he has seven strikeouts in eight and the third inning since. Uh, I don't know uh, that I would feel comfortable expecting at least six strikeouts from Glasnow against a Dodgers team that doesn't strike out a whole lot and uh, whether or not he gets deep enough into the game uh, for that to be reasonable. So coming up next, we will look at some playoff pitchers and what we might take away from their playoff performances. Rock Auto is an online parts source where you can get just about anything for any type of vehicle. I'm pretty much incompetent when it comes to doing stuff with my car. Put gas in it, throw some air in the tires. But usually, I leave it to my mechanic most of the time. But my father-in-law, he is a do-it-yourself wizard. He's rebuilt a bunch of cars, including a vintage Jaguar and at least one BMW. This is the site for him. Great prices on an incredible variety of parts. Having access to such a vast parts repository has its advantages. Need an ignition starter switch for a Lexus SUV? I did a while back. Let me tell you, the day that it died in the middle of the car wash? Not my favorite day. Nevertheless, a handful of options are ready on Rock Auto with a click of a mouse. So, how about brake pads for a 2012 Ford F-150? They've got those too. I mean, you'll find what you need because they have an amazing selection for just about any kind of vehicle at reliably low prices. They have all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. All right, as we work our way through the World Series and head towards the offseason, send me your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. The show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. If you want to fire off an email, send it to lockedonfantasybaseball at gmail.com. Also, check out Locked On Diamondbacks, where I joined host Millard Thomas uh, on Monday and today to talk about Diamondbacks' season from a fantasy perspective. Wasn't really good unless your name was Zach Gallen, then it was all right. But uh, check it out if you're uh, a Diamondbacks fan or just a fan of, uh, of players uh, disappointing you uh, based on expectations. Anyway, continuing on the fantasy realm, one of the factors that makes a real difference in fantasy is perception. And playoff performances tend to color perception, both positively and negatively. Today, we're going to look at 10 playoff pitching performances that should positively affect a player's value. Each of these guys at least 10 innings pitched in the playoffs. Start with Julio Urias. Uh, Left-handed pitcher for the Dodgers, has a 0.56 ERA, 0.63 whip in 16 innings. He's thrived coming out of the Dodgers' bullpen, even for longer stints. Those 16 innings have come in just four games. And he's still just 24. He's been around with the Dodgers since he was 19, so it might seem like he's older. But Urias missed nearly all of the 2017 and 2018 seasons, so he's still building up his strength but he should continue to get better as a cornerstone piece in the Dodgers' rotation next season. Oh, Charlie Morton of the Tampa Bay Rays, 0.57 ERA, 0.96 whip, following what was a lackluster regular season. He's 36 years old, so it's not like Morton is going to improve dramatically, but in the previous three seasons, he had a 3.24 ERA and 1.24 whip, which was a whole lot better than a 4.74 ERA and 1.40 whip in nine starts this year. In any case, Morton may still be better, than he was during the 2020 season. Ian Anderson, right-handed pitcher for the Braves, had a 0.96 ERA and a 1.13 whip. And the rookie did have a strong regular season once he was called up, with a 1.95 ERA, 1.08 whip, and six starts. He did walk 10 batters in 18 and two-thirds innings in the playoffs. But I think the main takeaway had to be that the moment wasn't too big uh, for the 22-year-old rookie. He will be a fixture in Atlanta's rotation for years to come. Framber Valdez Valdez, the Houston Astros had a 1.88 ERA and a 1.00 whip with 26 strikeouts and 24 playoff innings. He was effective during the regular season with a 3.57 ERA and 1.12 whip. And he, based on that, might have been a nice sleeper candidate for next season. He still might be. But Valdez's playoff performance probably raised his profile more than it might have been otherwise. Well, Walker Bueller of the Dodgers had a, has a 1.89 ERA and a 1.37 WHIP with 29 strikeouts in 19 and two thirds innings in the playoffs. Regular season wasn't great for Bueller as he did give up seven home runs in just 36 and two thirds innings, but he's a 26 year old with ace caliber stuff. And aside from uh, control issues popping up from time to time, Bueller's playoff performance has likely reinforced his ace status. Uh, Garrett Cole of the New York Yankees had a 2.95 ERA and 0.93 whip with 30 strikeouts in 18 and a third innings. Yankees brought in a staff ace in free agency and Cole lived up to the hype. He was very good during the regular season, though not as dominant as he was in 2019 with Houston. But with the Yankees' playoff hopes on the line, Cole showed up. Max Freed for Atlanta. On a brave staff that was depleted by injuries and ineffectiveness, Freed was their tried and true starter. He had a terrific regular season and continued it into the playoffs with a 3.04 ERA and a 1.27 whip, 23 strikeouts, and 23 and two-thirds innings. Considering that he had such a strong regular season, the fact that Freed uh, also delivered quality starts in the playoffs should just reinforce uh, his value as one of the top uh, pitchers heading into 2021. Uh, Blake Snell, left-handed pitcher for Tampa Bay, had a, has a 3.20 ERA and a 1.32 whip, and 19 and two-thirds innings in four playoff starts. So Snell's not going deep into games, but that was consistent with his regular season. He pitched 50 innings in 11 starts. Now, he's been effective in this role, but if he can't go at least five innings a start, Snell's value could take a hit. At the very least, I'll be somewhat cautious looking at Snell for 2021. Chris Bassett of Oakland uh, has a 3.27 ERA and a 1.45 whip in 11 playoff innings. He was the surprise ace of the A's staff. The thing is that Bassett's 2.29 ERA during the regular season was not sustainable. So he would be a prime candidate for regression. But at the same time, don't ignore that he had a 1.18 whip in more than 200 innings over the past two seasons. So it's not like his success is completely out of nowhere. And our 10th pitcher uh, that's had some playoff success, Clayton Kershaw. has a 3.32 ERA, 0.95 whip in 19 innings. He struck out 23 and walked two. Of course, the narrative that follows Kershaw is when he struggles in the playoffs, but his overall numbers have been pretty good going into the World Series. So if Kershaw has a couple of great starts in the World Series, that would go a long way uh, to dispel notions that he has to be a choker in the postseason. That doesn't necessarily have to be the case. But we'll see. Game 1 goes tonight. That'll do it for today. I'll be back Wednesday as we wrap up Game 1 and get ready for Game 2 of the World Series, and I'll continue digging into stats for early offseason preparations. Find us, subscribe, and rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. That's how your smart device played the most recent episode of Locked On Baseball. Stay safe. Enjoy the World Series. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis.